0: You are listening to Kaplowitz Radio, a Kaplowitz Media production. Kaplowitz Media, cigars, coffee, wine, written reviews, spoken views. www dot dot x y z. Have you Kaplowitzed? Today, I am <clears throat> Caploids Media, this is Kaplowitz Radio episode 187, entitled Sweets and Beauties. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to Caploids Radio via your preferred podcast player. Please rate and or leave a review about leaving a voice message at 541-283. Five nine seven eight or send a good old fashioned email to Kaplowitz Media at mail.com. Consider supporting Kaplowitz Media via PayPal at www.paypal.me slash Kaplowitz. Also go. Check out Kaplowitz.xyz for everything. There is Kaplowitz Media, which uh this Kaplowitz Radio operates under. If that's not readily apparent, more everything. What's everything? Cigars, coffee, wine, written reviews, spoken views. Coming up on this show, gentle persons, we have. Lee Marsh of Stolen Throne Cigars stopping by. Then Mike Weinstein drops in. A little bit of Kaplowitz reads Kaplowitz after that. Uh, And then a classic something-something from the Kaplowitz radio vaults. Maybe in that order. Maybe not. But, whichever order... It falls into we first get a little bit of a word from our sponsors, followed by some Kaplowitz media programming news. Mm. Illusione. Cigars deep. In flavor deep. In your mind. Illusione cigars deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Illusione cigars deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Illusione cigars deep. In flavor deep in your mind, illusione cigars deep in flavor deep in your mind, illusione cigars dot com and GTO cigars from Tabaclara GTO Dominican are made from the finest aged first generation Cuban seed tobaccos And then they are meticulously crafted by some of the most experienced rollers in the Dominican Republic today, not yesterday Tomorrow ain't never a given Today And today is also when you should stop by and say hi to them at their website www.gtodominicancigars.com and Stolen Throne Cigars if you haven't yet grab their Crook of the Crown Capitalist Media Co-Cigar of the Year reigning and as we'll find out a bit later in this show you can now procure secure their sophomore offering call to arms. Look, hey, look for Stone Throne Cigars on your preferred social media platform as long as your preferred social media platform is Facebook. And now, gentle persons, it is time for live from the debonair. Athenium live from the debonair Athenium is presented, of course, by debonair cigars. Visit them right now at debonairhouse.com. That is D E B O N A I R E -E house.com. Today, uh, well, I'm still uh, working my way through uh, reading the uh, Shakespeare sonnets in their entirety, here on Live from the Debonair Athenaeum, we find ourselves at number 12. Of many more than that. And uh, number 12. Let <sighs> me gather up the old aplomb and uh, give this a whirl again. Sonnet number 12. William Shakespeare. (sighs) When I do count the clock that tells the time, and see the brave day sunk in hideous night, when I behold the violet past prime, and sable curls all silvered o'er with white When lofty trees I see barren of leaves, Which erst from heat did canopy the herd, And summer's green all girded up in sheaves, Born on the bier with white and bristly beard. Then, of thy beauty do I question make, that thou among the wastes of time must go, since sweets and beauties do themselves forsake and die as fast as they see others grow, and nothing gainst time's scythe can make defence save breed. To brave him when he takes the hens. www.debonairhouse.com Okay, so a little bit of programming news actually is kind of a big deal. Um, this week's recapitulation... Uh, I have been recapitulating independently up until now. I've been offering a weekly recapitulation, which happens each and every Saturday. I have been, again, up until now, doing it separately, doing a coffee one, doing a uh, uh, cigars one, a recap, the week that was at Kapowitz Media. With the birth of Kapowitz Media wine, I have decided, gentle persons. To post a weekly recapitulation at Capitalist Media Wine, and Capitalist Media Cigars, Capitalist Media Coffee, but an all-encompassing one at each blog. Meaning, at the Cigar blog, there will be a full recapitulation of the week that was, including wines, including coffee. Over to wines, it'll include both other topics. Over, you see what I'm saying. It's going to post simultaneously across Kaplowitz Media, and it's going to be huge. And uh, it's something that I've been doing. I believe we're up to like 187 or something, volume 187. Don't quote me on that. It's been happening a while, this recapitulation post. Speaking of uh, volume number, I'm going to keep the highest number and post it as stated. So look for that coming up. Uh, Well, actually, look for that having come up. The day before, you hear this, because that's how we run things around here at Kahoot Media. Well, I'm sorry, but now I've got you sucked in. There's much more to come. Stay tuned, enjoy the show, and thank you all, persons, for tuning in. Oh, hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing? I'm okay. Didn't she didn't uh, see you come in? Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: well,
2: I, I so, wanted to make up for my faux pas from the last time. I was <laughs> allegedly twelve <laughs> minutes late the last time. I think I've more than made up for that today.
0: You have. You have. You are fourteen minutes early, according to my calculus. Is that right? No fit. No fit. No. You're how how early 20, are you? Twenty
2: five minutes. Twenty five.
0: Twenty five. Yeah, yep. sure. That sounds right. We'll call it even. Okay. We'll call it even. Sorry. I, I had a crazy morning or I thought it was going to be a crazy morning. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. So I was like, Hey, Mike come in a little early, you know? I, and I wasn't even thinking about that. Ah. About giving you an opportunity to make amends for previous transgressions. But um, yeah. I'm, and I'm looking now, you said you just lit up when we talked for a second back there, yes. what, what what did you light up?
2: So I uh, after last time uh, that we talked, and I smoked the Luchador. I decided that I really liked the San Andreas wrapper, and I took a little dive into my Yumi Broski, and
1: uh,
2: <laughs> and I found uh, I had a lot more San Andreas wrapped cigars than I had to recall. So yeah, I've been I, I would get a bunch
0: of them. I would have guessed, but yeah. Well,
2: well, I also was thinking about the fact that of late Connecticut Broadleaf has been fairly scarce and Mm. a lot of blenders have gone to the San Andres with, with certain similarities to that kind of profile.
0: Right, right. And, um, and the San Andres was very popular and still is, It, it seemed to have got like really popular a bit ago. Right. There was a lot of it. A big surge. Yeah, big surge on the market. And um, n- honestly, not my favorite. Favorite between the two, I prefer the broadleaf. Me too. But uh, it does offer a certain something, of course, that you could only find really there. You know, well, and that's had- that Mexican hot chocolate kind of vibe. That Mexican. I, w- I was going to
2: say that I-, I had a cigar last night from Cigar Federation called Mexican Hot Chocolate. Very apt. And and it really it really did bring out those flavors in that cigar. They did a good job with blending that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 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 I'm almost all the way through. I'm entering the final third of a Villiger, uh, their TAA exclusive for ah. 2020. Which didn't and happen, right? We- <laughs> they they should just rename them all the canceled smoke. Villager yeah. canceled smoke.
2: There should be a lot like that. We'll get we'll yeah. get into that later. I think.
0: Yeah, I, and and there is a reason I am smoking that this morning, and uh, well, I reviewed it firstly. I reviewed it. It's up the Capitalist Media Cigars, of course, cigars, and um, not it, it's a it's a good blend. Not in my wheelhouse. Um, Villiger honestly often misses. They all seem to include not all, but uh, there's a predominant um, across the profile display of across the portfolio, display of kind of like a medicinal citrus tang that I pick up on. It's almost okay. like I call it like a baby aspirin orange. Okay. Um, An and, artificial
2: sweetened uh, orange.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, this has that quite a bit. Um, again, I'm smoking a Villager TAA exclusive for the year that never happened. and um, But I'm doing that because PCA... I just saw yesterday, but it broke, I guess, a couple of days prior to that. Um, they are kind of trying to do the same thing as the TAA. On yeah, first it's,
2: and, and it's, it's funny how that PCA seems to always give us something to talk about.
0: It really—it's a recurring theme here, yes. and, and and I would love not to... intentionally either. I mean, not intentionally. They—I think they're pacing themselves to be highlighted on every episode of Caplute's Radio, if I had to guess. There you go. It's and all um,
2: you—it
0: I, I, isn't everything, isn't everything. But nice. um, yeah. So they came out, and this is from Half Wheel or at least where I saw it, that the Premium Cigar Association has announced a new program called Exclusively for PCA. And uh, this comes from, uh, I I suppose, a rather small, intimate meeting of PCA personnel.
2: Yeah, I I can't imagine that there's still too many of them left there. I (laughs) think they all went home.
0: (laughs) Two to be exact.
2: Well, they could have done a Zoom meeting.
0: Uh, you know what? If you put me on furlough, I'm not available to Zoom. This,
2: this is true. This but, is true. That, yeah, pay me, pay me for the day.
0: Right, right. Buy me lunch. You know, do something.
2: Well, that's um, hard now. I mean, long-distance lunch.
0: That's true. Venmo.
2: I guess they can have it delivered to you.
0: Exactly. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. But uh, this is interesting because it's another thing. It's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting PCA move. Because it falls in line with the rest of their disinteresting, uninteresting uh, bits of news. It's unimaginative. It's a copycat thing. It's not.
2: Yeah, a lot. A lot of what the we've been show. hearing lately. A lot of what we've been hearing lately, I thought, was half thought out. You know, done in a rush. I mean, it's, if they had given September. some of these some of these recent events, if they had given some forethought. I don't know if they would have gone ahead with some of them.
0: Yeah, cigar con.
2: Yeah, come I mean, You could name a bunch of them.
0: Yeah, the, it's just they seem to have, and we've cited it before, and I guess we're not it started the with
2: one. the name change.
0: Yeah, it's it's or oh, the way they did it. They've had a series of missteps, and at a very bad time. Not that it's ever a very good time to have a misstep or a series of them, but they have some competition now that we've discussed the TPE and right to misstep then you know to give up your high ground because they were the big show and I'm saying they right. were and uh, to to misstep your way down the ladder that's that's kind of, I want to say it's almost hard to do it, it you have yeah. to go out your way to fall down When it comes to stuff like that. And I don't think this is going to pick them back up. I don't see. First of all, people were fleeing them. So what makes them think people are going to suddenly jump to use their name?
2: Right. And I think perhaps we should explain what this whole thing is all about. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, So apparently what PCA wants to do is much like, as you mentioned, the TAA does and have certain cigars uh, branded with a band with their name on it, to be sold exclusively at retailers that are PCA members.
0: Right, right. Which
2: kind of keeps it out of the uh, all of the Altada stores and all of the uh, general stores and that kind of stuff.
0: Right, and 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 proceeds from those sales go to PCA. I'm not clear on well, what they're portion, cut. A portion. Yeah. A portion. I, I'm not sure if they're even clear on what they expect as far as a cut.
2: Maybe they don't expect anything yet, and they'll take what they get. <laughs> Depends on how having, desperate they exactly are.
0: Exactly, having having fully relinquished the high ground, um, they're down there with their two non-furloughed workers. And um, hey, what you got in your pocket? <laughs> it's a it's it's a sad state of affairs. But again, I guess define sad. Because right. it's a bunch of missteps, and um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's interesting. It's whatever. But what are you getting from what you're smoking? And then we'll so I don't
2: I don't think we actually I actually mentioned it yet. So what I'm smoking here is an undercrown dogma, mm. which was originally released as an exclusive for the cigar dojo, and I think it might have been one of the first or one of the first couple of exclusive dojo releases. And basically what they did is they, take, they, they took the Undercrown, what's called the Maduro now, at the time <laughs> it was the only Undercrown, right. and they box-pressed it.
0: Right, right. And
2: it was the first box-pressed cigar that Drew Estates ever made.
0: That's a note.
2: Yes, and it is alleged that uh, they tweaked the blend a little bit to make it a little bit stronger. And no. I do find it a little stronger, but that just could be the box press the difference...
0: Well, there's a lot of uh, different takes on box press. And if it's just, you know, for looks or if there's actually something to it, that it changes the taste, the profile. But um, you've had that for a while, I would imagine.
2: Well, this this is not an original one. I was not able to get the original one. Hmm. I believe it sold out in about an hour and 40 minutes.
0: Wow. The very
2: first release. So this is from the re-release that wasn't exclusive to the dojo that became a regular production item uh, or a limited production item uh, for Drew Estate. So now they're everywhere. You can get them anywhere. Right. Originally, they were only sold through one retailer that had to deal with the dojo and, you know, and Drew and they, you know, the three-way deal thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, uh, just to cut away real quick, in reference to Cigar Dojo, I did find out that a group of douchebags is referred to as a gaggle. Like geese. Like geese. Just like geese. Okay. So gaggle. Yeah. Because I was wondering aloud about that a few times. But uh yeah, yeah, it's a gaggle of douchebags. I'll keep that in mind. In regards to cigar dojo. Mm -hmm. But uh and, and also, hey, why not in regards to Drew Estate? But um yeah, gaggle. That's I like words you know, the crossword puzzles, the Scrabble. Uh, wordsmith. I'm, I'm a real wordsmith. I'm a right. real wordsmith. And um, so I imagine you're liking that, though. Uh,
2: yeah. Yes, I like it very much. This is well in my, in the circle of my uh, profile.
0: Now, let, uh, let, the, let me ask the you.
2: Mexican now. chocolate is obvious, I mean, and it's not, it's not a pepper spice. Um, it's more of a baking spice. I mean, some people would say cinnamon. I don't know if I really get cinnamon, but You know, it's not a pepper, but it's other spices.
0: Cinnamon is an interesting flavor note to me um, because I seldom get it compared to a lot of other reviewers. Um, And I don't read much. It seems to
2: be more common than I would have expected.
0: Yeah, I I can't recall ever. Like, uh, there's a couple of sticks, and I can't recall their names off the top of my head, that you get like a, whoa, that's a cinnamon. But for the most part, what I get is like a red spice rack or maybe like a Latino spice rack, kind of like a taco seasoning feel almost. Okay. But to say cinnamon, I do get that sometimes more often on a cold draw, interestingly enough, or or uninterestingly enough. But yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those funny notes I just don't seem to get as much as others. And me-
2: I, I expect I expect that for a lot of other reviewers, it's just the fact that they're tasting a spice that's not pepper, but it's a very strong spice. And that's the one that comes to mind.
0: You know what? I do get a lot, though. Nutmeg. And I get some uh-huh. clove when, it, you know, in terms of what you're smoking, the San Andres, but, right. um, so, eh, you know, it's, it's all subjective. It's all silliness. I
2: also get, I also get uh, a good amount of earth from San Andreas.
0: Yeah, a, a particular kind of earth. It's, it's almost. Well, I, rem- I, I, I
2: hesitate to say dirt.
0: It, it's. Uh, I don't. It's. 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 It's almost um, reminiscent of a Honduran dirt.
2: Yeah, those are those are very dirty.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like a, there's a gruffness. Other dirt.
2: than the Corojos.
0: Yeah, and when you talk about aging cigars, which we're not, but I guess we can pivot to that now, that San Andres really does well with some age on it.
2: Right, well, this has got a couple of years. That's good. So It's, 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 it's a delightful cigar, and it's just delicious. And I love the, the mouthfeel of this particular box press. I think it's a 56 or a 58. It doesn't feel nearly that big in this, in this very oh, uh, wide does. box press.
0: Oh, okay, so it's like a flatter kind of box press. Yes. I don't think I've yeah,
2: seen it. It's a wide rectangle.
0: So how, how is it doing construction combustion-wise, being that's uh, their first ra- go?
2: Razor sharp. Um, the nice white sheath of an ash. Mm. Uh, just the delightful cigars. I mean, the, 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 the retro hail is delicious. Uh, finish is, I call, moderate. So it doesn't stretch on and on forever. You know, it does, it does end it at some point. Um, a little before the next puff, I guess. So you're almost uh, completely enthralled with the cigar.
0: That sounds lovely. Yeah, it's just the
2: yeah, it's delicious. I, I really enjoy these.
0: And and this Villiger, like I said, I am getting that to me unfortunate kind of artificial sweetener, artificial orange tanginess. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of earthiness. There's some terracotta um, kind of clay stuff going on. And that's in the underbelly, predominantly. There's a nice, there is like a nice savoriness that's kind of getting a bit hidden. Uh, it's kind of like a vegetal savoriness, maybe a little fungal, uh, caramel sweet, a little bit here and there. But really, that I don't know. I, I think I have a negative palate, Mike, and I think it might be because I'm a negative. I'm a negative person. Well,
2: that makes sense.
0: But it's thank you. But it's hard, <laughs> it's hard for me to see past stuff I don't like to pick out other stuff. It tends to take on right. a life it, bigger it's, than its yes. own.
2: It's, it stands out much more because you dislike it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's what makes me a wonderful critic at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. And and, and, and uh, funny enough, I with seem to... With all the
2: negative connotations that go along with that.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I seem to have passed that gene down to Snack tray my kid and um he's just uh, again today i made him i made him gypsy toast i call it gypsy toast not french toast it's gypsy wow. toast okay and um I, it, there was another misstep with the butter pats that i put on between the slices and um it, it would, sometimes i forget and i put a pat of butter on top and then the syrup and he prefers you know a pat In the middle, too, because I give him two slices. Between each layer. Right, right. It's a big deal for him. This morning, uh, I tried to impress him, and I put a little extra butter in the middle, and apparently it created an unsavory-type sogginess to the French toast that I'm still hearing about. Um, Well, you can't win, huh? He's really – he's tough. I I fear the day he starts his own blog.
2: Wait until he's 10.
0: He's – He's 10. He had a birthday. To,
2: oh, he I had a birthday.
0: birthday. Last <laughs> weekend was his birthday. His big
2: birthday. Oh, okay.
0: And, and uh, somewhere else in this show, you'll hear me and Lee talking, you know, from Stolen Throne. Right. And, and uh, he's uh, Lee. Great guy. Great guy. Can't wear a pair of man shoes to save his life, but great guy. <laughs> and, um, you know, we don't hold things against him. We don't judge here at Capitalist Media, although we do and we keep score. But uh, he seems to be under the impression that I broke my tooth on a piece of Snack Tray's birthday cake. And uh, oh. I had to. I t- was
2: under that impression, too.
0: Yeah, it's, it's all over the place. You know, these rumors, I don't know where they get started, but um, I'm not going to get deeper <laughs> into I explained it. I explain it either later or <laughs> shows to what really happened with my broken tooth, which I hate to complain. Although I love to complain, still broken, can't get into a dentist, coronavirus.
2: Yeah. Did uh, you look for another dentist?
0: It, it, no, no, nobody. Nobody. A broken tooth, not an emergency. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It depends on who you ask. If you ask the person with the broken tooth if it's an emergency, I'm pretty sure they're going to agree it's an emergency. But yeah, uh, yeah you know. I can't complain. <laughs> I can't complain, but uh, yeah. So this Villager, not my cup of tea. The construction and combustion, though, are excellent, which is much more objective. And if that's your thing, kind of like a, a sweet back end of a tangy front, that's that. That's good for you, and go for it. Get get. Do you think a it's a for this.
2: do you think it's a particular tobacco that's prevalent in all you know a filler a filler leaf that's prevalent in their blends that's giving you that
0: uh first of all first of all i appreciate the villiger cigar company because they know i don't often like their blends yet they continue to send me samples because they find it important for me to review them for whatever reason or right. Renee Castaneda
2: oh, is a good forgot. friend of mine
0: oh okay maybe they forgot to take me off the list i don't know maybe it's an oversight <laughs> but uh what I do appreciate that they do that because like I said elsewhere and several times before there's companies that only send out if they know that you're going to give them a good score, a good rating, right. a good review. And again, and the more samples
2: they send you, the better the review.
0: Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, you, you, send, you send a box of cigars and I don't want to throw anybody's name under the bus Stogie press but um, if you send a bunch of cigars, you apparently get, like, 98s, 99s. Yeah. Pay to play? But what isn't, to a certain extent? You know, pay to play. Um, right. Because, you know, define pay. You're sending cigars.
2: Right. And that's, that's what makes the world go round.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Although capitalist media, not pay to play. Well, that's right. not true either.
2: Well, if they don't send you samples, you can't do a review.
0: Right, right. They've cut me off. Right. Again, I don't like putting company names out there. Southern Jura and um, but there are brands out there that really, you know, if, if you're ever shocked by the amount of ninety-eights a company gets. Um, Maybe there's a reason. And that goes to the blogosphere in general. You know, you have to right. not be careful what you read, but take it with some critical... With thoughts. a grain of salt. Or a grain of salt. Right. There's a little bit, I, I hate to say it, but in this villager, a little bit of pink salt. A little <laughs> Himalayan salt. It's, 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 it's right up against the wet fence post. Ah. It's a... But really, it's a nice cigar it's a nice cigar. So, so at this point, let, let, let's see uh, I feel like we, we didn't put a period at the, at the end of the PCA kind of conversation at the top.
2: Right. We got, we got late a little.
0: So, 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 so w- w- I, I think I could speak for you, uh, but I could definitely speak for me. This isn't going to be much of a boon for PCA, them lending out their name essentially, um, and I,
2: I would be surprised if there were more than half a dozen people that actually picked up on it.
0: And, and who would they be is the other thing, because like you said, companies fleed already. So it, it, it is what it is. Um, and it looks like we're going to have to deal with a post PCA, IPCPR, whatever world.
2: Right. Then they're also a little late to the party because a lot of companies that had cigars ready for the show have released them
0: that's true pull them
2: back now and put an exclusive pca band (laughs) on them
0: and pay a little more for a for a secondary band right and give them some money and and timing has always been an issue for uh, the pca trade show yes so this is no exception to that i guess rule you know just when it is you know when it takes place when it does take place it's problematic, and that's one of the reasons TPE came in really strong. Much better time it's, of the year.
2: Uh, completely six months offset.
0: So we'll see. We'll see. And uh, I, I don't, does TPE come out with the opportunity to do TPE exclusives?
2: Well, again, they're not the same kind of an organization. They're just a trade show. They really not have sure. nothing, to, to, nothing, nothing they need to push.
0: Right. Right, and we've talked about that before. You know, if you're at the
2: TPE, you're at the TPE. That's the advertising they get.
0: That's it. That's what they do. They run trade shows. They're not some kind of a legislature, legislative helper, or attempt at that. That piece, right, or
2: or an industry uh, organization.
0: Right, right. So I, I don't know, and we've got bogged down there before, but I just felt like uh, so the period at the end of the conversation is, it's a copycat move. But then to a vast extent it's a copycat industry, the premium cigar right. industry. Um, but to that's copycat, not a rare occurrence. No, not at all. It's the norm. And but right. to copycat from where they are and when they are, it's just it's it's not a good facsimile. It's it it's not gonna behoove them. And I would worry about them, but I got other stuff to worry about, quite frank. Right. Like how much butter is the right amount of butter to put between two slices of gypsy toast.
2: Maybe you need to take out a scale and weigh it.
0: <laughs> In front of him so he knows.
2: <laughs> that is the same every he's time. He's
0: taking notes on his clipboard. <laughs> uh, he got a phone for his birthday. My 10-year-old has a cellular phone. Wow. Yeah.
2: Did you get him like a little flip phone, or does he have a real smartphone?
0: He's got, he's got a real... Um, He's got, like, an entry-level smartphone. Okay. He's, he's got it. With a, all
2: kinds of parental controls?
0: Y- yes, uh, which include me okay. standing over him going, what are you doing now? <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: probably the best kind.
0: Yeah, what are you doing now? Let me see that. What are you doing now? Right. You know, I can't see your phone. Let me see your phone. What are you doing now? That would be the parental control. and um, But he's, he's loving it, and he's been skateboarding through the neighborhood. So it's good to have, you know, a little bit of an electronic leash on the kid because, you know, he's 10 now.
2: That's that's the reason to do it. That's why I asked if you got at that age, a lot of parents opt for like a a non smartphone just, you know, so they can call or he can call. That's all you need. need
0: So technically savvy, though, that if I gave him like some kind of a mobile phone, that was basically like and I would joke with him about it before because he knew he was going to get a cell phone for his birthday. That was his big gift. And, um, you know, it was the centerpiece of the situation. And uh, I, I would joke with him that I'm going to get him one of those uh, little kitty phones that there's one button on it. And it's a picture of their house. <laughs> right. Right, and, and, and he could hit that <laughs> button. And that's all you can do with it. That's all you could answer. You could answer when that button calls. And you right. push that button, and it call.
2: will not accept calls from any other number.
0: No, no, no. Unless I program the number in, and, and he, you know, he 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 wanted something. I mean, kids these days, you know, he uses it as his entertainment also. So he has you know some apps downloaded on it that he plays on, and this and that, and you know, I'm I'm pretty savvy, and I'm pretty sure he's not being um, exposed to much ills, you know. Okay, but he's 10 and it's time he grew up a little bit, you know, I mean, what if he was in if he was in Kentucky or West Virginia, he'd be down a coal mine for a year already.
2: Right. And maybe married with three kids,
0: with three kids to (laughs) feed and a two pack a day habit. You know, (sighs) you know, you you, got to find balance. It's all about balance. It's like a good cigar. Life is like a good cigar. It's all about balance. And uh, I don't want his life to be too tangy, if you will. So, you know, he, he's, he's, he's a good kid. He's a smart kid. And um, I doubt he'll fall prey to a life of crime. But who knows? And if he does, I'd like to think my smartphone helped him advance those skills. And he's successful in his life of crime. Uh-huh. You know? Because the only thing worse than having a, a, a villain for a son would be having an unsuccessful villain for a son.
2: Well, then you're visiting him in prison,
0: and it, that's it, no fun. No, that's that's terrible. And how would that work? Coronavirus. How am I going to yeah. visit my 10-year-old in prison during coronavirus? So it's uh, it, it's fun, and he's doing good, and my tooth was not broken on his birthday cake. Because really, how would you break a tooth on a birthday cake? Yeah. No, really, how?
2: Unless uh, unless you got the one that was meant for the prisoner and has the file in it. <laughs>
0: Getting used to baking around those, those steel <laughs> files for later. But uh, so, so what else is new?
2: Not a whole lot. I'm uh, going to take a little whining tour tomorrow. Pick up some wine with the missus.
0: No, oh, I, I... Nothing oh, really why? exciting. W-I-N-E. I thought you... Yes. Gonna, I, I thought you were going to hang out with the missus through the New York countryside and um, just complain the whole time. Kvetch. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yep. fetching. <laughs> but uh, the wine, I didn't know you were a wine guy. It just so happens I'm a wine guy. I I know that
2: and uh, I've had my wife listen to a couple of your uh your reviews.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Could you apologize? The for <laughs>
2: <laughs> she finds the language too flowery for her.
0: Oh. Oh, well, I withdraw my apology. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but i don't blame her <laughs> you have to have you have to develop you have to develop a, a taste for that kind of stuff
0: well and and one, and and the, I, find, I
2: think it fits power. much better in the wine world
0: oh gee the wine world is embracing me with open arms and 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 hands full of wine bottles it's i have another tasting this weekend similar to you and uh it's 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 a lovely experience, these wine tastings. And I think one posted, uh, I posted last week's wine uh tasting um over at Capitalist Media Wine, and uh it was a lovely experience. And mm-hmm. it's funny, I try not to be inappropriate, you know. I try. Uh-huh. But uh,
2: not always successful.
0: Not all, I. I mean, do I regret <laughs> saying that it's an excellent place to wet the basement of your uh, plus one? <laughs> no. Should I? Maybe. But um, I do like being the wine critic that has language like that. Um, unfortunately, I haven't heard. Ba- no, I'm joking. I've, I've actually a couple of things to hide.
2: <laughs> it's it's it. The, the language is much more recipro- uh, reminiscent. Of the few uh, wine reviews that I have seen, it's much more reminiscent of that than it is of other cigar reviews that I've seen.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I it seems like it home. fits
2: right into that world.
0: I think I've found my home, but I will always like yes. cigars too, and I will always like coffee. And uh, no, but a couple of things to hype coming up. Speaking of wine, is the the hostess of the wine. Tasting the uh, over at Bennett, the one that's posted now at Capitalist Wine, she's going to have a right. podcast appearance on the next uh, Capitalist Radio. Not this one. Oh, good! But she's going to come on there. And oh,
2: so we'll get to learn a little bit of a bit about wine and terroir in another sense.
0: Yes, in the true, in the true, true sense.
2: The let's say the original sense.
0: Let's say the original sense. That that's probably right. much more nice. Yes, and um, the original usage. The right. you know. And, um, and also coming up, something we've talked about, you and I last time you were on the shows, Sam Lucia is going to be on that program as well.
2: That's great. I can't wait to hear that.
0: That's going to be a doozy of a show. A doozy of a show.
2: He's a nice guy. Should be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, we chatted a little off the record last night. He's a good dude. We talked about what we're going to talk about. And uh, it's really something that uh, I don't often pre-hype and uh, hopefully it does come off because it isn't recorded yet. But um, if it does, like it's supposed to, hit the next episode of Capitalist Radio. Really do tune into that, gentle persons and you, might,
2: Yeah, I I, I think I'm gonna pull out my last Lacia Black to smoke while I listen to that interview.
0: I think that would be very appropriate. And I think so too, and and maybe a Pinot Noir as well. <laughs> and uh, that would be... Seems uh,
2: like there's a lot of Pinot up where you are.
0: It's Pinot Heaven. Ah. <clears throat> up here in the Northwest, in the Pacific Northwest, the Willamette Valley. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a nice wine. It's a nice wine. And, uh, I mean, I, how could I complain, Mike, with what I do?
2: And are most of these places you'll be visiting vineyards as well as wineries?
0: Uh, yeah, they grow
2: their own grapes.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I went to a tasting room for my previous one that I've been talking about right. over at Bennett separate from the wine, separate from the winery, separate from the vineyard. Right. Um, right. but a lot
2: of, a lot of the New Jersey places are smaller. Some of them don't have their own vineyards. Right. Uh, and, and most of them, the tasting is right there at the winery.
0: Right. But well, that's Jersey and and Jersey does right. try.
2: Yeah, and and Jersey is a lot of uh, fruitier wines and sweeter wines because right. they don't they can't really grow those kind of grapes here.
0: Right, it's a, it, it' it's the Manischewitz belt.
2: Oh, absolutely
0: is what it is, and, and there's uh, and nothing I, wrong I, with that. I like
2: a good adult grape juice.
0: Uh, you, well, you know how I feel about Manischewitz, right?
2: I mean, I grew up on it, so how could how could I not like
0: it? Exactly, but of
2: course, that's the bottom of the barrel,
0: a, a, so to speak. Yes. It, yes. it, it very much is. But out, so out here in ones. Willamette Valley, world-class wines. Good. So it's, it's lovely. And, and one, of my, uh, one of my misses with cigars is that I'm so removed. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in such an area that's, quite frankly, anti-tobacco. Right. It's kind of nice. And this is just the opposite. It's 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 lovely. I can't I can't think past the word lovely to be able. I mean the the vineyards here. If I went to visit a vineyard, I would have dozens within like a half hour drive.
2: And even on the coffee side, they're are far fewer and far between compared with the wineries.
0: Right, right. And and with the coffees, you get a lot of little tiny micro roasters, and there nothing nothing wrong with that. But um, there's a lot of, uh, how could I put it, shit um, out there. There's just, it, it's, it's very inundated. It's, it's a very easy entry, entry into the world of coffee roasting. There's not a lot of gatekeepers, you know, not a lot of stumbling. Right. I, I could start a coffee roastery pretty easily and cheaply. You know, right. It doesn't cost much to buy a little tiny roaster, Yeah, a little tiny roaster, some green beans and you're in business, you know, cottage cottage laws and all that stuff. But wine, it's an expense. Cigars, it's an expense. It's and, you know, I don't know if it's fair or not. Wines
2: wines and cigars have a lot of the same characteristics. You can't just grow a grape and put it in the bottle and, and you have wine. Right, Just like with cigars, there's aging involved and there's fermentation processes. I mean, all kinds of stuff similar to what we have with cigars. That's what makes cigars such an expensive proposition. You've got right. to sit on stuff for five or six years.
0: Right, you're not making money right, right away. With coffee, you can make money right away. With coffee, you right. have to make money right away. If you have those beans roasted up, even if you're sitting on green beans, there's a shelf life.
2: Absolutely.
0: Aging is not a friend when it comes to and coffee. both
2: wines and cigars it can be your friend
0: as long as you could sustain yourself while it's aging sure right but uh so g- have fun on the wine trip uh,
2: we're going to a couple of wineries that we know uh we're not they're not open for tastings yet around here at all
0: Oh, okay. so we,
2: we know the wines they have and you know we select it online and we'll just pick them up
0: so 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 do you slow the car down when you get to the curb and they throw bottles at you? You like no, roll no, no, the windows.
2: We, we pull into the lot. We're we're very nice about it.
0: Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do they leave it at the curb and run back inside and then you have it, it to it
2: depends. Some of them some of them we pop the trunk and they put it in the trunk and close it and go back in.
0: And then you simply leave it in the trunk for three days. Well, and, and... And then you can Whatever. bring it in the house.
2: Or, or, we, or we do our dis- disinfecting routine.
0: That's true. When glass bottles. That's, that's, that's right. There you go. You wipe it all easy down.
2: Clean. Easy Easy,
0: yeah. easy. You just dip it in a vat of bleach and um, you're good to go. What strange times. Yes. What strange right. times. And, and uh, cigars not like that. They're so porous. You talk about the glass wine bottle you could wipe down. And uh, we've talked about that before here and there. Uh, you, I don't know if you and me, but Lee talked about it. Uh, oh, that's right. Ian as long as the cello's on, about it. it's
2: easy to clean.
0: The cello, you think? But, it's, but the cello is porous. It's not plastic. It's, you know, cellophane. Uh, right. You could still wipe it, though, or you could take it out. And I, I don't know. But you are burning it. So that's probably making it clean.
2: Yeah, well, but you're putting a part of it in your mouth. <sighs>
0: it's a dangerous proposition
2: right i mean i i would stay personally i would stay away from uncellophane cigars if i was going to smoke one right away the cellophane offers you certainly some protection and it means it hasn't been touched by anyone in a long time
0: yeah i i i had a strange experience Uh, i don't know if i mentioned this but i'll do it again because you know i gotta talk um had a strange experience. Of course, I'm banned from my local cigar shop, but there is a uh, kind of like a head. That's shop. a
2: very old story,
0: a very old and not worth pursuing. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So so I had to go to a head shop. I, I just every once in a while, I want to smoke something I don't have. You know, I'm so sitting they on have a, bunch. A, little,
2: a little cabinet. They, they, the have like so they, a, they
0: have like they scorers? have a, they have quite a bit. They have like a wall of them. Oh, the thing okay. is, you can't go in the store. So they set up a table, they open the door to the store and they set up a table right there, like a little tray. And there is okay. a, a, a girl sitting there, a young lady, a woman sitting there. And um, she's like, what do you want? And I, and I say a cigar, you, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not acclimated yet. And she says, right. well, uh, which one? And I'm expecting maybe like a, like a list, like a wine list, like a cigar. list. Yes. Mix, right. Yes. That would be
2: appropriate.
0: No, there's not. Oh, there's not, and I can't.
2: You just have to to keep asking them until you hit the one that they have. uh,
0: Yeah, because I can't even see the humidor. It's like to the side, and there's a glare on it. I can't see in through the glass, and uh, there's like a line forming behind me of people in masks standing outside (laughs) the strip mall, and uh, I, I I walked away with something. It's not exactly what I wanted. Because I don't know what they have. She, I was like, I don't know. She's like, what do you want? And I say a cigar. And she says, well, okay, what kind? And I say, well, I don't know what you have. And she says, what are you looking for? A big one or a little one?
2: <laughs> ah, there you go. And
0: I'm like, oh, Not okay. a strong
2: one or a mild one.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. No, nothing about profile. Do you want a big one or a little one? You know and and at that point, I know I'm not dealing with a cigar person, so well,
2: for me that drawing that line that might be the difference between a premium cigar and a little cigarillo
0: r- I don't That's know what, what she
2: might mean by a little one you know in a tin
0: yeah i I don't know I, I don't, I don't know, know i I gave it a shot, I said maybe Medoro, and she looked at me like I said something that she never heard before um,
2: so you know what the answer to that would have been mm. To give her your phone, tell her to go in and take some pictures of the unit.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay. Then you have your own menu. Because I assessed it, the situation. I assessed it, my, 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 my Jewry, uh kicked in. And, and I said cheap. Because I knew it was going to be a loss. So it might as well be a minor one. you know. That's true. So so, and I wanted to give some business. I'm not going to bother her and walk away empty-handed. No, thank you. So uh, I dropped a few bucks on a stick. It was okay, and life goes on, you know.
2: Okay, try that next time, though. See if she'll go in and take 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 take,
0: take a picture of the of of the...
2: <laughs> yeah, or a couple of pictures, whatever. I mean, it only takes her a few seconds. Yeah, and then yeah. you have that for the next time you come. Also,
0: that's right. I have a frame of reference. Right for the next time, which um, I'm not entirely sure will occur. Okay, but we'll see. Well,
2: based based on your past experience, but if, if we can make your experience better, it might be worth going back.
0: It might be because I need a, a place. Local place. I right. uh, just just a place to hang my hat. You know, a place that right. knows my name. You know, and I knew they weren't. You know what? Knows my name. They didn't recognize me. I should have known right. they're not cigar folk. Because who doesn't That's recognize true. me? Right. You know, it should it should have been although oh, it's Kat. Facial
2: hair. It's Kat. with your new facial hair.
0: Oh my! My, my I COVID beard. I, I I hacked that down. <laughs> I hacked that down. I I, uh, I. By the time I put up that picture on Facebook, I already was uh, a little shorter in the facial hair. Okay. It's uh, I grow a horrible beard. Mike. Like a grizzly Adams? Oh, it's I look at myself and I'm like that's not at all who I am. You know, uh, I'm like, much I'm much more ascot than bandana. Who Mandana. is that
2: guy looking me back in the mirror?
0: And why is he so old? <laughs> What's with the grays? What's with the grays? And it's curly and it's like it doesn't gra- it's like the head on my it's like my uh the hair on my head. It doesn't grow down. It grows up and out and a jufro yeah it's a, it's a facial jufro <clears throat> right is what it i is. used to
2: have one of those in my youth you should see my wedding picture i
0: have <laughs> i have
2: my wife's was bigger than mine
0: it, it's funny every time a picture of you <laughs> every time every time a picture of you pops up it asks me if i want to tag ron jeremy in it it's um <laughs> you got the shemp thing that i have going on <laughs> with that <laughs> jeez okay so uh, yeah i i I feel i look good with a little facial hair but there's a definite uh ceiling to it you know um i so i shaved it down you gotta
2: find you gotta find the right look
0: it's uh, again are we back at balance i think we're back at balance yeah you know and uh all things so so i so i shaved it down a little bit you know i have i don't know like a quarter of an inch of facial stubble now and I walk out of the bathroom and Snack Tray looks at me and he goes, oh, good.
2: <laughs> he is quite a critic. Huh? Yeah, he's,
0: he's, It's a nightmare. It's like I'm raising myself. <laughs> it's nightmarish. I, and uh, I, I really hope one day he does start a blog because he, he's he's I think he inherited a bunch of stuff from me.
2: It's, it gets to a point where you don't have to ask him a question because you know the answer.
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I also know that I he'll do? tell me. What
2: would I say? Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 it's fine. It's fine. And I am envious. You talk about hair. I am envious of his hair. He has white guy hair. Mm. You know, he has he has Fred Rui hair.
1: Yeah. Uh.
0: You know, t- it, it, he could grow it long. It's very long now. He puts a hat on. He takes the hat off. He shakes his head, and it falls perfectly around his face. Ah. You know, it's, you know, it, it, it's one of the niceties of me liking white women. You know? There you go. You know, it's, it, it is what it is. But, uh, now the world is his oyster, and um, I just hope to one day find the right amount of butter to put between his <laughs> freaking gypsy toast. <laughs> just just the look of him I, I, I'm, I'm living it now he, he's he's uh, literally right before we started recording he was letting me have it it's just a, the, the, the the disappointment is immeasurable when when it comes to it's it's just it's 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 it's, it's an abyss of disappointment he just you call this gypsy toast <laughs> he just looks at it for first of all I call it gypsy toast he goes Dad, its French toast and I say no it's ah. gypsy toast and he says, no, Dad, it's French toast. And then he lifts up one from the other, and he goes, how much butter did you put on? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. But um, so, yeah, I'm glad you're liking your cigar. Mine is, mine is done. Yeah, I so, let it peter out. So just out. An-
2: another, little, another little comment. One of the things that I often know, this cigar was burning straight as a razor until it ashed. And oh. then it starts to get a little wobbly. I've and never seen a wobbly often. Drew
0: Estate, though.
2: Yeah, I noticed. I mean, I've made a correction, and now it's perfect again. But I noticed that often that after the ash drops, they sometimes get a little wonky, and you have to touch them up, and then they're fine again.
0: Maybe knock the ash off a little prematurely. Yeah, You don't need oh, all it that insulation.
2: Fell off by itself.
0: Fell off by Did it make an inch?
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, so
0: that's all you could ask. That's all you right, could ask. right. So uh, yeah, uh, say what you will about Drew Estate, but their construction is just fantastic.
2: Part, part right,
0: it's it's fantastic, and uh, yeah. even with the box press,
2: the draw was outstanding. Sometimes you get a plug cigar from somebody or or something too light. Did you notice? Did you notice? Did you
0: notice it being a little understuffed? Sometimes that's a problem I have. I've no, no, noticed this, with this was, box press
2: now. now now that I'm getting near nearer to the end, it's getting a little soft.
0: Yeah, but from
2: the beginning it was very firm, huh? Well packed, yep. So a lot of slow burner though, which was surprising.
0: So thumbs up, absolutely. And um, me, I'm a little on the fence with this TA exclusive 2020 from Villiger. I've made it clear it's not my personal liking as far as a profile but subjectively. Um, subjectively but objectively it burns well it draws well it does everything well it's very polite and um yeah if you if you like like i said that very tangy forward uh, somewhat sweet backed thing yeah go for it go for it Not a lot of stuff to pick out of it, though. Again, my negative palate, it sees that medicinal orange. and Right, and it doesn't see anything else. It's hard. I really have to train my brain to see past it. You know, I I enter kind of like the Zen meditative reflective state. You know, I program myself to um, see beyond flaws that I... Flaws in me, let's be honest. And, um, you know, but that's what being a professional taster entails, you know, I guess I wasn't really listening to what I said, but okay. if, but if you but if you're looking for a cigar like what I've said, I would give it a thumbs up, of course, and a thumbs up for personally combustion construction. Thumbs up, profile flavors. Thumbs down. But again, okay, you know, go for That's it. Subjective. Go right. for it. Yeah, and and it's and, and it's so subjective, and uh, you know they're in a situation. Uh, Again, no offense to them, but they're, they're predominantly known for their machine maids, and they've decided that they want to do a couple of things. They want to have a premium cigar offering, and they want to uh, partake in the U.S. market. And those are two maneuvers that are far from easy to pull off spectacularly. Especially when
2: you have to change gears that that much from what you're normally
0: doing. Right. Right, but you said you said your buddy, and I always forget his name. I'm so sorry,
2: Rene Castaneda.
0: Yeah, I mean, good guy.
2: Yes, great very guy. Good guy. Very knowledgeable. Um, I've had a lot of long talks with him. Used to usually when he comes up to Jr. to meet with them, uh, he'll let me know, and we sit in the lounge for a while. And uh, fantastic. Sees, tells me stories. Tells me great stories about the industry.
0: He should, he, you should drag him onto a podcast one day.
2: He, he's a busy guy, but I'll see if he's in. Oh, we're all
0: busy. We're all busy. But uh, no, I, I'd, I'd love to talk to him because I'd love to know what leaf that is that I taste throughout the portfolio. OK, I would love to know that. And I could hazard a guess, but I'd like to hear it from the horse's mouth. But uh, anyway, so I guess, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time. You showed up early. You know, I I,
2: I figured I'd give you the extra time if we needed it.
0: That's a you're you're a decent sort. I try. You really do, and and I'm sorry I leaned into you so heavy about being egregiously late last time.
2: That's okay.
0: Eh, I don't know if it's okay. Well, oh, it's okay. You're telling me it's okay, right? Okay. Well, I'm not sure if it's okay yet, but you did make some form of amends here today, and I appreciate that. But um, so, again, to wrap it up the PCA stuff and uh, you smoked the uh, Undercrown, what was it now? The, dogma. the Gaggle. The Dogma. dogma. And um, and I smoked the Villiger exclusive TAA, 2TAA two for 2020 and uh, I, I don't know what's next for the you know, I keep going back, what's next for the cigar industry with the PCA and all that, but time will tell, you know, and uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I got to get to a, I actually have to get to a wine tasting. Oh, good. So I got to do something to cleanse my palate. And, uh, then, uh, I, I you know, I, between the two, I have to walk what my dog. What do you dog.
2: like as a palate cleanser?
0: What do I Thyme. T-I-M-E. T-I-M-E. That,
2: that too, sure.
0: Uh, but also, uh, saltines are good. Um, okay. Lemon lime soda is good. Cola okay. is good. Um, let's see, flavored water. Like, just like, water I is like good bubble, sometimes.
2: Yeah, I like sparkling water. Yeah, you know, seltzer. Kind seltzer. Of thing that's yeah. The, the bubbles seem to clear the palate. There,
0: there's, there's. I mean, really, time is key, and I don't have to be out there for another couple hours yet. I just kind of have to walk my dog and pretty myself up first um mm-hmm. but i i i might i have this little trick i'm going to walk my dog but i'm going to walk into the wind with my mouth open and okay. um that should <laughs> that should air it out a little bit and you know and and, and it, it it's nice people i i like to think people walk past and go oh look at that retard walking that pretty dog
2: <laughs> catching flies
0: catching flies look at that slow fella <laughs> good for him he's walking his dog it must be a therapy dog you know <laughs> As he pulls me around the block, my hundred pound therapy dog, please, please stop. Please stop, Frankie. I say, please stop. But it comes out because my mouth is open. Uh, but then a wine tasting and then I'll be writing about that. And I have another wine thing coming up and uh, and uh, cigars and coffee coming up. It's, it's an exciting time over at Kaplowitz Media. You know, yep. it's an exciting time. And um, I, I do. Uh, I, I I I have a bone to pick with your wife because okay. <laughs> too flowery.
2: Yeah, well, I, I guess her point was, why doesn't he get to the point? You know, how was it? Was it good? Was it bad? You know, that kind of thing.
0: Well, well it's there's it's quicker quicker value in that.
2: You know, the, the, the cigar aficionado version. You know, twenty-five I, words or less.
0: I, I used to do that. I did a series of twenty-five word reviews that were quite popular until I realized they weren't exactly scratching my itch. You know, right? But I, you can tell her I am shorter than uh, than a couple of other reviewers. I, have her read Catman.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, she's not into cigar reviews.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, and, and she won't be even after that. Right. So, a- anyway, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm.
2: She might enjoy his story at the end.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, she's the one.
2: I, I usually enjoy those stories.
0: Oh, okay. Do you enjoy? I'll, I'll, the I'll rock t- and roll stories. I'll tell more stories then. Jesus okay. Christ. I I, 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 want nothing but to tease people.
2: I didn't say everybody likes them.
0: I'll, I'll tell. I'll,
2: I'm I'll, from that era, so I remember a lot of that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'll tell stories. I'll, I'll throw in a wrestling story with each and every one of my reviews. That would be enjoyable. That, that People liked that when we talked about it. I got some very nice feedback off of that talking Good. about stuff. Maybe we should do a part two sometime. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, if you've got
2: enough to talk about.
0: Well, uh, no.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Eh. It's the past. Who wants to talk about the past? I want to talk about the future. Right, you and know, the
2: future is bright.
0: The future is bright unless you're the PCA, and Catman and Catman. Yeah. And Catman. Yeah. But uh, but he did kick that Alzheimer's a while. Ago. Yeah, that was good. That was good. No, not everybody could say that. So um, yeah, so I'm gonna go walk my dog. I'm gonna plug this into the big show. People are gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna say that's great, Mike, that you came, and I appreciate it. And, always uh, fun. It's it's always it always is. It always is. I, you know, I have guests on quite a bit these days and to a person. Oh, that was fun. And I don't know if they're just being nice if they tell that to all the girls. But, uh, you know, it's nice to have fun. And I like to think people have fun when they come on the show and when they listen I, to
2: I'm, it. I'm monogamous.
0: <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not doing the circuit. No. No? <laughs> you, should, you should go on a Dojo. Uh-huh. You should. You should. Did, 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 did Coop not invite you to his panel of all-stars?
2: No, he didn't.
0: Me neither.
2: Oh, that's a surprise. Isn't it? You, you speak so well of him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Coop. Coop's a good guy. Coop's a good guy. And he could almost write. But, uh, anyway, anyway, I don't want to dig a hole for myself. I already get away with a bunch of stuff I probably shouldn't get away with. But if, (laughs) if, if there's a takeaway from today's show, it's that me and Mike had a pleasant, uh, conversation, somewhat, uh, unpleasant topics maybe, but a pleasant conversation nonetheless. And for the fellow work geeks out there, it's a gaggle of douchebags (laughs) in case you, uh, you know need to know that. So Mike, I'm going to let you go. I got to like I said pretty myself up. That takes some time. And uh get myself ready for a, a fun day. You know, a fun day over at capital. All right. Media. So you have fun too and uh tell your wife I'm just disgusted.
2: I'll I'll let her listen to a couple more. Maybe we'll bring her over.
0: Uh, you know what? Don't don't risk the relationship on my behalf. I mean, you, okay. you guys seem pretty secure, but you don't want to you, you don't want to force feed her, you know, some capitalist media. And then, you know, women, they don't forget. You don't want to <laughs> be fighting with her in 10 years and she brings that up and you have no defense. Right. You don't, don't want to arm them, you know, and uh, but I, I get stuff from 40 years ago, 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't even remember. I, uh, I, I don't either. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't even, I, I'm at their whim at that point. I did that. Okay. I'm I don't remember that. I'm sorry. Again, I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Yes. I probably said this 40 years ago and I'll say it again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> God. Let, let's go wine tasting. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
2: you know, so, you know, the two best words in a marriage are yes, dear
0: yeah 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 the the only time I used that with any great uh, effect was when I was asked for a divorce. I said yes, dear. Ah, and okay. it worked for me.
2: So, My wife hates it when I say that.
0: <laughs> what ask her for a divorce? No
2: <laughs> no, yes, dear
0: <laughs> Oh man, okay, so get going. I'm 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 okay. uh, I'm, I'm going to get going too. Thanks for coming on. I love you. All
2: right. I'm, Have I'm a great weekend.
0: All right. Take it easy. Bye bye. You are listening to Kaplowitz Radio, a Kaplowitz Media production. Kaplowitz Media Cigars, Coffee, Wine, Written Reviews, Spoken Views. www.kap.com. k a p L-O-W-I-T-Z dot X-Y-Z Alright, and settling back in here for a little get this out of the way a little Kaplowitz Reads Kaplowitz segment Uh, scroll down over here Uh, three things to read today, one ah, one from Kaplowitz Media Cigars one from Kaplowitz Media Coffee, one ...from Kaplowitz Media Wine. Mm. Now, start with cigars. And this is something that uh, was mentioned earlier in... Pardon. Earlier in uh, this episode. It's what I was smoking earlier. To avoid any confusion, I'm going to over-clarify the situation... Posted to Couch Media Cigars Thursday, July uh, 28, 2020, was a uh, post entitled, and I'm going to read now, Vilger Cigars, TAA exclusive 2020 in review, freshly starched doilies. Earlier in this show, when Mike stopped by, I smoked a different one of those. So, in a way, That was somewhat of a redux, what you heard with Mike, off of this, the original write-up, from, again, a different offering, a different experience, if you will. So, I'm going to take a little time, I guess, to compare and contrast what I believe I remember saying to Mike, what I experienced this morning. It was quite early this morning. I was barely caffeinated, um... But I'm gonna do a little see if anything pops out kind of thing. Anyway, have you Kaplowitz today? Begins uh the post, as does that begin each and every posted Kaplowitz Media. Villiger TAA Exclusive 2020 uh the rapper. Ecuadorian Sumatra Binder and neck. Uh, fillers are Dominican and neck. Uh, uh, the format is a Toro six fifty four box press. Origin is uh, Tabaclera, La Alianza. Ernesto Perez Carillo. Hi- uh, hi- hypothetically, parenthetically, and of course that's in the Dominican Republic. The intensity of this experience I found to be medium. Mm. Notes. Peppery, Citrus, Cedar. And right off the bat, what I smoked with Mike? Nothing as peppery as this particular offering. Also not as bright as this particular offering as I begin reading peppery and bright. A fire engine red helium balloon in glaring sky white peppercorn and cayenne shouting ahead of all else then tangy to sharp citrus grapefruit uh, with a half spoonful of table sugar S- uh, slightly baby aspirin medicinal again with Mike with that offering very baby aspirin medicinal cedar i don't recall cedar this one's very different cigar didn't care for either cedar dryly uh, rigidly delineates Nose hair searing retro hell. I don't believe I retro helled this morning. Uh, I probably did, but I, I retro hell often just as par for the smoking course, but uh, I didn't critically retro hell. Which does drop sweetly to the palate, albeit simply so. Not a very wide range of undertones, somewhat of a parched midsection. Tries of butterscotch and forefront there. I remember caramel this morning. Uh, To varying degrees of success. Oh, (laughs) some caramel. A stiff and pale, perhaps, cracked leather. Underbelly is a sandy thing with chicken coop bracing. Not particularly complex and or so nuanced. Untethered. Sharply cornered. Lacking in weight. Skeletal, say. Uh, Some neat-o. White grapes come in. uh, The two-third upper middlings. And the undertones, the less easy to grasp ones. I'm really not, you know there's two ways i smoke cigars i smoke cigar well there's three ways there's three ways first is i smoke a cigar to review it second i smoke a cigar because i want to smoke a cigar and third i smoke a cigar while i'm uh doing a shoe and uh there are varying degrees of paying attention to the actual cigar and i'm sure you can figure out which way that scale slides uh, not a very undertones of two third middling. I don't remember, but I see a ah the soft box press holds well and combustion slash construction wise this thing is sans complaint and a real beaut Yeah, it, like I just like this mornings. Uh superb draw tight assemblage of seams. Now I gotta remember to plug this in, I just realized uh in the correct order, so I'm not referencing something that hasn't happened yet. Tight assemblage of seams, cap shoulder, dead even burn on nice pacing, no hard slash soft spots, excellent ash aroma-wise, uh, parenthetically off a moderate full smoke output. Picture it. A brightly lit room full of antiques, a cedar chest prominently, uh, rays of light showing dusty airs, the whole place newly gone over with lemony furniture polish, freshly starched Doily's final grade, B. And uh, now, I'm going to forge on ahead bravely, ever so bravely, to uh, Cavalish Media Coffee and see what's uh, going on there. And what's going on there is a post from Tuesday, July 28th, 2020, entitled, Gold Feather Coffee Roasters Night Flight Blend in Review. A smarter... Generation, have you Kaplowitz today? Gain Goldfeather Night Flight Blend Origin is listed as various varietal Arabica uh, process uh, various and uh Brew Method French Press intensity medium and notes are hardwood smoky minerals. Interesting. Tastes like landing gears and tarmac. I'll try again. Watery. I correspond with a pal, and I say, tastes like water boiling in a cast iron pan. Uh, We then compare slash contrast Meg Ryan and Jennifer Aniston. A blend more of note adjectives than note notes. Metallic. Uh, smoky, flinty uh, cools into a very cereal grain forward manner toasted and sinewy uh, oak is there structuring simply so a bit baggy in its midsection more cereal a bit of velvety smooth diesel uh, almost sharply smooth Sharpingly? sure I'll just stick to reading maybe Some dark chocolate and waxy shavings. Maybe a spice rack, all made of paper, careful, origami. Not enough available weight to weigh in on balance. Body flits off and yonder. No nuance. I will say this, however. Jennifer Aniston is the Meg Ryan of her generation, which was a smarter generation. Oh, and Adam Sandler is a finer finer dramatic actor than was Robin Williams, final grade, C. And that leaves us last and surely not least with a little something special because it's not just a review, It's, uh, it's a wine review, but it's not just a wine review, it's a review of, well, here's the title from Friday, July 31st, 2020, hey, that's today. Huh? bennett vineyards and wine company bennett's at fifth street market tasting room <sighs> introductions are awkward sure i email ahead and am somewhat expected during a, a window of time but there's always a risk of i'm sorry doesn't ring a bell that hurdle was cleared gracefully well and good by Madeline, who looked legitimately pleased to see me. In fact, seemed to fully recall my disgust visit. She smiled broadly from behind a face mask, I do believe. I most likely said something half-sideways from behind my bandana. She stayed graciously lovely, escorted my plus one and I to comfy club Chairs. 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 Around the glass table, bordered in a slight rodeo vibe to rim. Lots of brown and the immediate there. Elsewhere were uh, wooden, brown, and black tables and chairs. A bit of an art gallery look. White walls with built in shelves. Highlighting wines and area notes of interest, uncluttered. Plate glass front. Hardwood floors. Flowers. What's wrong with me? Dark, dropped ceiling. Track lighting. Very tasting room, comfy chic, uh, a single colorful local bit of art hung on the wall. I didn't find it offensive um I, I understand there is live music on the weekends. do think I'll skip that the bar counter bar slash counter, i guess uh, a big slab of a tree, highly lacquered with glasses and bottles racked behind it, canned music playing in a neat mix of yacht rock and grunge. Some more mod stuff once or twice. One other customer was present with his own plus one. He wore a fedora and egregious amount of black. Uh, Asked a lot of questions. We won't linger there. I kept my professionalism, as it were, as Madeline brought out wines one by one at perfect pacing, explained them all to the utmost of appropriate extent. Much... Like an artist's study of a human hand, drawing it from this perspective and then that, I was pleasantly walked and worked my way through Bennett Pinot Noir's 2014 Cheshire Valley Estate Pinot Noir. Uh, Smoky, leathery, nice oomph, structuring nicer backbone, not rigid but robust, quite dry, black cherry, Peppery cocoa earthiness, nuance complexities, cherry cordial nose, predominantly juicy floral, award winning literally. 2015 Cheshire Valley Estate, Binot Noir, excitable precociousness to nose and sip, tart straight away, fruit and oak, fresh, crisp, lively, patent leather, lip smacking, pantry spices. Boozy, mildly aggressive bouquet. Brusque. I'd give it more time in the bottle to be wonderful. 2015 Pomard Select. Pinot Noir. Powdery, smooth nose. Bigly floral sachets. Sneaky dry. Overtly savory. Complex. Densely so. Big Maraschino cherry top note. Pomegranate. Figs. Oak. Leather. Licorice. Smoky, plush, and lush, and yes, uh, yes, quite posh. Lays a bit broad, but not flat. Cushy, lovely. We took a bottle of this with us. 2015 Pinot Noir Reserve. Plum, cranberry, crisply complex as fuck, yet nicely smooth. Miles from frenetic, athletic. Dance is lovely. Caramel, savory nose with peppery backbone, wood structure, tobacco thatched roof. The cousin who attended art school. Please allow me, I go on. Do I ever. My Quentin Tarantino storytelling. Prior to this, we drove out to the vineyard in a bit of a 20-minute out-of-the-way slight miscommunication. There's a tasting room there as well. A rather humble-looking place, staffed with a nice old agent whose name escapes me because most names do. An unapologetically small, operation-friendly and welcoming, cheerfully so. All told, and back to Fifth Street and the portfolio glimpse I was gifted quite lovely, the winemaker's hand was felt, but as guidance, not as manipulation. Mainly a smooth, and attainable, unpretentious lot. Yet too surprisingly good. Very good. Also... I'd say a great place to wet the basement of a plus one. If you leave the fedora on the target rack and shut your mouth a tiny sum, I look forward to perhaps another visit and uh, definitely recommend you swing by and tell Madeline, a great name for wine, that I said so and maybe even hello. I simply cannot fathom how she and or Bennett would or could disappoint. And uh, thank you for tuning in to this segment. I hope you do continue to listen. I'm not sure what I put in after, but uh, I know what I need to put in before. No, 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 I need to... Yeah, because... Did, which one did I reference? In which one? Ah, fuck. You are listening to Kaplowitz Radio, a Kaplowitz Media production. Kaplowitz Media. Cigars. Coffee. Wine. Written Reviews, Spoken Views, www.kaplowitz.xyz. dot xyz Lee? Yo. Hey. Hey, how's, how's, how's it going? Good, not great. It's good. It's yeah. Good, not
3: great.
0: Good, not great. Well, well, great. There, there, there's some stuff going on over at Stolen Throne Headquarters.
3: There is. You're right. I'm actually right. toasting a call to arms Robusto right now.
0: Wow. Well, I feel like I know that. But <laughs> it, 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 weird. <laughs> but uh, it, even maybe bigger news than that, not, not, to, not to rain on your parade, you know. But I don't know if you've heard. I, I, I broke a tooth.
3: <laughs> I did hear.
0: Did you tell,
3: tell the fine people of f- Clappy mm. Town what the uh, wh- how you did that?
0: Okay, well, I don't want to be perceived as anything other than just a guy, you know what I mean? Like a mere mortal, just a guy, a uh, mortal sounds highfalutin, you know, <laughs> I'm a fella. But there are some things that I simply will not abide by. And one of those is, okay, so let let me start at the beginning, okay? I'm sitting on my porch minding my own business, you know, smoking a cigar, drinking a little bit of coffee. There's this old lady on the corner looking a little confused. It's kind of a busy street if you cross one way she's a little out of sorts and i'm like okay i, I can't you know just a, a guy a fella but if i see a fellow human being particularly at some type of disadvantage going through some type of uh thing i feel the need to help okay so um i get up i put my cigar down i put my cup of coffee on the saucer and i go there and um, you know gonna help this seemingly befuddled elderly woman uh get unbefuddled because you know i can't do anything about the elderly but i sure can help with the befuddled maybe and um turns out she was trying like i thought to cross the busy side the street so i help her cross the busy intersection and just then lee just then a group of marauding young men I would say, um, five or six rather strapping guys, 20 somethings, you know, start accosting her
3: while you're right there
0: while I'm right there. I'm a fella. I'm a guy. But like I said, not a hero. There is your certain behavior I can't abide by. And I tell them, I say, stop stop i say to them did you put and,
3: your hand up in a forceful
0: manner like i did hour. not um i'm being low key at this point i say stop a- assertive firm but not confrontational per se stop please i beseeched them you might even say they would not stop i had to unfortunately get a bit physical and like I said, uh, there were about seven or eight of them. And um, one of them caught me lucky on the jaw. Interesting. You know. and were you, um, were
3: you listening to Olivia Newton-John in your headset while you were doing that? With your Walkman?
0: <laughs> My Walkman too. Yeah. No. Um, no. I was fully present. And um, while uh, nine of, I think there were nine or ten of them, uh, most of them ran off. Uh, hmm. These young men, and and um, I'm not here to judge them. I realize that everybody has their circumstances that lead them to act in certain ways, and it's desperate times now. Um, but certainly, I can't again abide with uh, accosting an elderly woman.
3: So, so what you're saying is the, the dude abides, but the cap does not abide?
0: Not always, good sir. Not always. Okay. And um, I successfully thwarted their attempts at whatever nefarious plans they had in mind for this elderly woman. But alas, I suffered a bit of a ding. Huh. Yeah. And uh, with the coronavirus in place, apparently uh, the doctor doesn't think a broken tooth is uh means for opening up shop so wow. here i sit but ask me if i would do it all over again yes
3: well you know the thing is uh it's your lie i'll let you tell it that sounds uh good for you
0: there was eleven, uh, eleven 11 men
3: oh 11 now
0: what do you mean now are they back
3: i've, I've heard about those uh Spontaneous multiplying ninjas that just walk around Eugene. That's. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm glad that you're. They're like tricky.
0: That. I'm okay, and like I said, you know, nursing my wounds a little bit. Uh, got a bit of a broken loose tooth. Uh, how's, not exactly uh, charming at my age. But how's, uh, the, how's the elderly woman? The the who? Oh yeah, the the, the lady, the lady that yeah yeah she's fine. <laughs>
3: You know what that sounds like? It sounds like when you tell a story where you're like, uh, uh, you know, I was in a lot of danger, but I- I'm fine. I didn't even get hurt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but enough about me. And again, I, I don't want to posit myself as any type of a hero. Just a fellow. And I like to think anybody in my circumstance would have done the same thing.
3: Well, I'm just glad it was like something fitting of... Uh, of an upstanding stature like yours instead of some like uh, tasty treat or of the sort that you would crack a tooth on.
0: Speaking Stop. of tasty treats, let's get back to that call <laughs> to arms.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, man.
0: Uh, How's that coming? How's that coming? How's that it's going? Been... It's almost went.
3: It is almost went. Uh, it has been a very fast paced couple of days. Getting through pre-orders, back-orders, pushing everything out to the people. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much sold out in four days. So, wow. Yeah, so it should be in everyone's hands by the weekend or early next week. Um, I'm mm. looking forward to hearing what everyone says. Professional
0: to, professional tasters included.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to you tracking tra- yeah. tra- yeah. my hard work from your... <laughs>
0: <laughs> from my lofty... Lucky- yeah, uh, from your, from my horse power.
3: How how is the weather up there on your high horse?
0: The air is thin, but thankfully I don't move a lot, and um, it's it's good. It's good. It's a little chilly, a little nipply, if you will, because of the Heidi Heights. But no, I'm sure I love it. I mean, uh, uh, stolen stolen throne. It's it's my reigning cigar of the year.
3: That's right. That's right. You
0: know? and I, I don't want to say. Uh, but I've never had uh, a, a defender. I've never had somebody make a defense of their cigar of the year. It would be no, interesting.
3: No pressure. You're asking me to go back to back,
0: back to back, back I to feel, back.
3: I feel a little Rick Flairish. Woo! Like I, I, yeah, I mean, I feel it. Like I, but I'm more of a Dusty Rhodes guy.
0: Uh, you know, you seem like a Dusty Rhodes guy. Hard time. And-
3: hard times <laughs> like i'm just you know i'm just trying to work hard
0: and do. you're the I every mean. man mm-hmm. you're dusty Rhodes, the american dream every man dusty Rhodes would not abide dusty Rhodes would have stepped in as i stepped in
3: oh he he would have brought the pain oh He's well not
0: gonna... a finely tuned professional athlete i'm just a professional taster you know
3: you are and i'm just a taste maker
0: you know and, and you you sir, are a taste maker, and I don't see it appearing on your Facebook profile bio yet, but I'm <laughs> sure you'll get around to that.
3: then it can't be real, right if it's not on Facebook, it's not legit
0: you, you know i I Facebooked a little bit this morning. I Facebooked a little bit, don't I like did. it I did don't... Thank
3: you so much. I got three hundred extra emails today
0: <laughs> thanks for handling that load. Yeah. It's it, it's it's a bit much. I'm known for my pluck, but yeah, you know. my
3: back my back is hurting from carrying you.
0: You know. Oh come on, come now. <laughs> let's be, let's be civil. You're speaking to a man not at a hundred percent. Don't you want to take me on when I'm at a hundred percent? No. Okay. No, I'm, yeah, I'm... I never understood that. I I want my worst enemy at like maybe two percent.
3: Yeah, I'm fighting to win. Not fair. What's that? Mean? What the I mean, is like...
0: fair? <laughs> fair. <laughs> Fair. i remember when i was a kid my first fight my first fight you know meet me at the flagpole three o'clock that kind of thing grade school the, the 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 kid uh i don't remember what precipitated but the kid i i went there because you go there you you're told to meet at the flagpole at three o'clock you got to go there otherwise your name is mud you know yeah so i go there and he's He's, it's like, it's like warm out already. And I guess he had like a new shirt on or something. So he goes to take off his shirt. So he didn't get my blood all over it, I guess is what he was thinking. But when you take your shirt off, there's a moment in time when fabric is covering your face. Right.
3: I'm glad you explained how taking a shirt off. Right, right, right. So I,
0: so, so I punched him through his shirt into his face.
3: You know, what would have been better. Mm. If you just like full blown drop kick, just <laughs> just flying Ricky Steamboat <laughs> drop kick right in the solar plex.
0: Ricky, St- what's with these professional wrestling references? You're getting to me. You're speaking my language, Ricky Steamboat. Fantastic. Never gets the, the his just desserts, Ricky Steamboat.
3: I think that's probably fair. I mean, he was really good. But then, I mean, are you gonna take Ricky Steamboat or a guy that takes a python to the ring? You're definitely gonna take a guy that takes a python to the ring because you know he's gonna outdrink you and your dad. And he's gonna (laughs) gonna jump. And he's gonna leave with your mom. He's gonna leave with your mom. I mean, let's talk about Jake the Snake's mullet, okay? You think Uh, that you think Ricky Steamboat has anything for that? Forget about it.
0: Jake the Snake's mullet is so germane to the plot that is Jake the Snake that the untrained eye might not even realize he is in fact wearing a mullet.
3: Wow, that's it, profound.
0: Yes. It it quite it quite is. Uh, but Jake the Snake best promo ever. You could talk about uh Dusty Rhodes, you could talk about Rick Flair. You could talk about Hulk Hogan. Jake the Snake Roberts best on the mic ever there was. Really? understated, completely off his rocker, whispered he went lower instead of going higher. Fantastic on the mic. Fantastic Uh, on the mic. And for a second, I forgot about the existence of Rowdy Piper. He's number one. He's number one.
3: I was going to say, man, like, uh, I don't disagree with your, your, your take there. However, you got Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. What? And then you got, uh, Randy, Macho
0: Man, Savage? Oh, Savage is good. Savage Savage and Hogan, when they were the mega powers? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was some good stuff.
3: I wanted vitamins. I wanted vitamins and maybe a little uh, steroids. But either way, I mean. Right,
0: uh, a little human growth hormone and prayers, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, also, Sleeper, Ultimate Warrior.
3: Yeah, because he was terrible in the ring. So he had to be good at something.
0: <laughs> he was also – he was terrible in the ring the same way he was terrible on the mic. He was loudly, yeah. loudly, fastly, incredible, breakneck speed, horrible.
3: Yeah, you know the Unforgiving.
0: Funny, like, Have you, Unforgiving.
3: Have you heard the story about the first time he worked with Ultimate Warrior? I mean, not uh, uh, Andre the Giant?
0: mm Oh,
3: dude, it's awesome so like they're working they're working the circuit or whatever right and uh no one wants to work with ultimate warrior because he's ultimate warrior Mm -hmm. um and andre the giant like gives him a warning says don't like comes off he comes off flying 100 miles an hour crushes him andre the giant goes don't do that again (laughs) ultimate warrior goes to do it again and he just dude Andre the Giant just punches him right in the face, not him out cold. <laughs> I need
0: to look that up because, like, one of my favorite activities, even before the COVID, was, like, watching on YouTube, like the old shoot interviews. And and, and I missed that one, but I, I, I got I to gotta pick that one up. I, I mean, if Andre the Giant tells you not to do something, don't you just not do it? How you, juiced up do you have to be?
3: You don't do it. Like, I don't know like i don't care how much you like artificial testosterone you got flowing through your veins the guy the guy is a woolly mammoth and you don't do it like that like
0: uh, yeah well l- 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 let me ask you a question this is sort of on target with well definitely on target with Andre Giant Big Show okay where's his where's his sp- place in history with he's, the w- according to andre giant using andre giant as a barometer
3: i think he i think you know i think this is gonna shock you but i think he's up there because i don't think he he had longevity right because he started so young
0: right but right. once
3: he figured out like the slobbering yelling wasn't working i feel like his last two to three years were really good like i, I
0: yeah, yeah. I I, I no, you yeah, I'm 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 with you because as far as between the two of them who is most beneficial for the industry, I would almost have to say Big Show. He was a not, he was a better worker. He was a, That's not
3: fair. That's not fair. Because time the time and
0: I he, I, I he put over saying, he put over a lot of people. Andre the Giant put like, over Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Period. Well,
3: so so that's the thing, right? So you he does have the workmanship nod, right? Because the Big Show's put over a lot of people, dude. A lot of people. You might even but
0: say I'm, too much now that I'm thinking about it. You might, yeah, you, you yeah, might say he, he shouldn't have.
3: But he played his part, right? Like, the, all the greats do that. Like, they, they, they put people over. I mean, that's, you know.
0: Uh, yeah, but Ric Flair doesn't make a ha- didn't make a habit of it. Hogan definitely didn't make a habit of it.
3: Well, those two guys, they had to respect you to do it. True. Right? So, like, Flair would do it. I mean, Flair did it for Sting. Flair did it for, you know, a lot of dudes.
0: But yeah, there there when Flair did it for Sting, wasn't. that felt really forced. I never felt like Flair was totally happy with that. But maybe that's just the com- competitive nature of the Nature Boy or the maybe. alcohol.
3: Yeah, there, there are a lot of things. A lot of things.
0: Lots of moving under- pieces.
3: But Andre the Giant did what he needed to do at that time. Like he carried that myth. I mean because that wasn't a, that wasn't the norm. You weren't seeing those you would see the Bruno San Martinos like the big workout junkies that you know have, you know the Adrian Adonis's, if you will. Mm. So he kind of I think you can't have
0: Adrian the Adrian Adonis is one of my favorite guys by the way.
3: I know I know he was. I
0: knew how him. how'd you know so, that? I I kind of chuckled. I, like you, I could just
3: I feel it. I just feel it. I have a protect. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills, but I don't think you could have the giant slash big show without Andre the Giant.
0: Uh, no, because you would just have Andre the Giant because he would have been used like Andre the Giant was used. Because I think a lot of the Big Show's career was in juxtaposition to Andre well, the Giants.
3: I, well, everything he, from his from the way he wore his ring attire, like the whole barometer with him in the Dungeon of Doom, like he 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 was sold as, like, Andre's son.
0: Yeah, people people really believed that, too, back in the yeah. day. They really yeah. thought that was yeah. Andre Giant's kid. And and I'll tell you one thing. He's a little more of a Disney Giant. Like, a, At the be- than, than, than Andre Giant. Just the way they look. Andre Giant looked like a monster. I don't even mean yeah. his body. I'm talking about, like, his looks, his face. He was a monster.
3: Yeah, well, and I but I think – I do think he was gimmicky, but I think that that was kind of the sell too, right? Like I think Kevin Sullivan was really smart at selling that gimmick, right? Because you had him. You had Kamala. Like it worked because these guys could work, but they were also still like uh, like fantastic creations, like fantasy.
0: That, that was such a great time for like a mouthpiece fan like me because all these guys needed a manager. That was part of yeah. their shtick. Like it, well, it was, you know, it they're, was wild. Like they're wild. They're they're insane. They're crazy. There's something wrong with them. They're freaks. It, it was... And and you, yeah. you need a translator. And I love that. I miss I miss the managers in wrestling.
3: Well, it just doesn't. But it doesn't play anymore.
0: Yeah, I think that was like the last time that the sideshow act routine went over. It doesn't go over now. Now now it's like they're trying to fakey be like MMA guys you know
3: yeah i could i could see that uh because i think you have now you have you don't have the complete performers anymore like you don't have the guy that can work the mic and also can work the ring either
0: mm, you know yeah i'm i'm try- orton could be a throwback yeah. like that i'm a fan of his orton
3: orton does work but look at i mean look at his family though right so true he learned that he learned the trade True, you know, and you and
0: you know, not quite modern day, but you know who I never understood the popularity of, and this is going to be shocking. This is a hot take. The Rock, really? I never got him. I ne- he seemed like he seemed like like he seemed like he like when he came on, he was like he looked like an extra from Full House.
3: Well, I mean And
0: they then they put him make... and they put him in that, that gimmick. What was it? The the Nation of Domination was it? I can't remember.
3: Yeah, but the, you know, the nation I don't know, man. They had some good wrestlers.
0: I uh but Yeah, D Lo Brown. But, right? Wasn't he in there? D Lo
3: He was. So was Farouk. Farouk. John Simmons. Yeah,
0: right. Damn. <laughs> that guy's awesome. That guy's also yeah. one of my favorites.
3: I like I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a superior athlete, though, man.
0: Any, anyway, what, anyway. What
3: was the what was the tag team he was in? WCW was it Doom? I, or,
0: like, I was I, not a huge WCW guy.
3: It's okay to be wrong, but uh, well, but, but
0: history says I'm right.
3: Why? Just because they got bought? Come on, man. I, that's that, that's a cop out.
0: I just I try to be on the right side of history. <laughs> that that's what I try to be.
3: Yeah, that's yeah, right side of history, right? I bet you like the replacement, the the replacement members of Journey too. <laughs> Come
0: on. I'll tell you the one, the one, it, 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 the the thing that WCW did that was awesome is that it let Hogan finally make a fucking heel turn. I I, I can see that. That's a, just for that. I love it. It has a place oh, in my I, heart.
3: If you want my, if you want my hot take on the situation, a
0: hot take from 20 years ago is it now?
3: Yeah, does that count, or is it like a leftover take?
0: I I don't know what the hell it is.
3: But I I would say I think that WCW had the better workers, but I think WWF slash E had the better entertainment value. the The thing that hurt WCW is they didn't have an out for the NWO. <laughs> like they got in they got in, it sold, but then everyone joined because they were tired of getting their asses kicked every week by the
0: NWO. Right, right. And then and, you had the factions. You remember the horrible factions? Like, and, there was a Latino uh, World Order, there was a Red and Black, the Wolf Pack, and there, oh, God, it was it was awful. It, like, it, it, at a certain point, it was just terrible.
3: Well, then it be- it became, like, the NBA, right? Like, you, you know, guys <laughs> like Scott. Well, and what I mean by that is, like, guaranteed contracts and like the guys picking and choosing what they want to do when
0: they um, work I that's mean, that's true that's true formulating their own little dream teams their own little but clicks he had, but
3: he had they, he had to to compete so i get that from ted turner's standpoint but then you create monsters like scott hall and kevin nash that they do what they want and they're not going to do what they don't want because right. you're giving them that power
0: right and and there's such a definite end with no you're like flying a plane into the side of a mountain yeah there's no there's no out so it it becomes kind of like a cash grab almost like sell those t-shirts now because i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow the the, the mountain's coming closer you know well
3: and then they they it, it was just really bad at the end of the like finally when you saw the people get the push that they deserved like the booker t's and all that kind of stuff like they just they alienated all their best writers, all their best talent guys to where you end up with a guy like Glacier.
0: (laughs) Okay, here, let let me better formulate what I said about The Rock. You could take away everything he did in-ring and still have the same oomph to his career. His in-ring stuff did nothing to enhance his wrestling career. It was all on the mic.
3: Yeah, he was great on the mic, man. I I think he was. I think he was just okay as an ingrid performer because he got he just got pushed over and over and over again. Like he, but that they do the same thing with Cena though. Like I, hate
0: John oh, Cena. I can't stand. I can't stand John Cena. I can't imagine anybody who would like John Cena ever, ever. It's hard. How many times has he been champion? Like forty three too many oh
3: too well and I guess it's just when you're when you like you and I both grew up on wrestling right so as you get older you get tired of seeing the guys that deserve the push not get it right so you're gonna like I'm not a big Dolph Ziggler fan but like how long did he have to wait man
0: and was it worth it though ultimately yeah
3: And, you know, like, one of my biggest hard-ups about the whole thing is, like, look what they've done to AJ Styles and Nakamura, like, Shinsuke. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's terrible. And I was so, like, dude, that was for the old-school guys that like to see dudes work. Uh, Like, Shinsuke, I told you. Like, I picked up the WWE Network, like, (laughs) when they brought him over to watch him on, dude, when they brought him over to watch on uh, NXT, dude, that was awesome.
0: You, yeah, not my style. Not my style. You, you, but I know, I know you're going to say I could be wrong, and that's fine. <laughs> but uh, what, what's bothering me now currently still is that uh, the NWA is back into nowhere. Were you following along that the, the, the new NWA?
3: No, no, they brought it back.
0: Did they? Br- no, they, YouTube it. Catch up and and I think they're defunct again now because of the corona. But they were doing like some retro wrestling.
3: Yeah, that's not gonna play.
0: It played real well for a little bit until I guess Cornette got fired because he said the wrong thing. And, and anyway, it's not a wrestling show. Called to arms. Call to arms. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tell me about the call to arms.
3: The call to arms, uh, as you said, it's our sophomore attempt. Mm-hmm. Completely different, right? You and I have talked off mic about, you know, creatively what I, what we were trying to do when we blended it, because the crook has been so well received, right? right. And so it is. It's it's completely off spectrum of of that. It's a departure, more, if you will. If you will, it's a somacha over all Nicaraguan binder and fillers. Hmm great spice, great cream. It's a great, it's a really unique profile. Like I had one of the retailers reach out to me yesterday and say, I'm not really sure how you captured spicy and creamy at the same time, but it's killer, you know? And so the, the, the biggest attribute for me that I really, really enjoy about the cigar is the long finish. Like, you know, that finish that's still there while you're talking as you're puffing in between puffs. Right. Right. Um, Really, really, really just uh, kind of a change-up. So the crook is like your straight 95-mile-an-hour fastball, a little bit of movement. Mm-hmm. And uh, the call is like the off-speed stuff. It's a little nasty. Oh, little, is,
0: it the, little, is it the filthy stuff? It's the filthy stuff. It's the, it's the knuckleball. It's like the Vaseline on the brim of the hat kind of stuff. A little spit on it. A little, little, l- little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I told you also off-mic signed up I got a, I, I got a free ticket for uh, MLB network signed up for it, trying to get back into baseball it's not looking good and uh, I, there's no I, there's I, no scoundrels left in the game like Phil Negro
3: There there is man the whole Houston Astros
0: <laughs> like everyone. that was like, such a I, bullshit thing of course they're stealing signs everybody always tries to steal signs I didn't understand that what's the problem
3: well, I, I like that people are digging deeper than they really should. I mean, we're like a weekend into the season. They're like, "Yeah, Altuve's batting like a buck seventy-four. Hard to have a buzzer when there's no fans." <laughs> I said, "Man, he's had like thirteen plate appearances and got hit six times." <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to be getting a lot of fastballs under his chin, I'd imagine. But yeah, uh, I did it like uh, that. All that. Harrumphing about them stealing signs and all that—I never got that. That's part of the well, game.
3: It is, but it isn't, man. So I'm—I'm I'm not above tradecraft. So I get you to a certain point, but they took it to a next level.
0: I but, admire that. It. I admire that about them—that they did take it to the next level, and they did—and and they it did it, it without the use of electronics.
3: But they didn't. They didn't do it without
0: electronics. Well, somewhat. They, somewhat.
3: They used the trash can but they also had the buzzers on their chest like that's the biggest
0: thing about it it's it <laughs> brilliant you're a hoodlum I can't, it's I can't there's year. a touch of larceny in me but uh, but I miss uh, I, I, I miss like uh, yeah I need I need Phil Necro to come back is he still is he, is he still around
3: he could come back with Barry Sanders
0: Barry Sanders is coming back.
3: I mean, there's Barry
0: Sanders still- is coming back. Thank God! I've waited; it feels <laughs> like forever. I cannot wait. Barry I mean, Sanders no, I is mean, back.
3: But I—I've been watching a little bit of the baseball, uh, the, and I—I've actually really enjoyed it. And I don't know if it's because we're so deprived of sports, because you know, I'm a—I'm a soccer fan, so I've been watching. Speaking
0: soccer. of being <laughs> deprived of sports, I'm a soccer fan. Nice. Anyway, go nice. ahead. Don't let me interrupt.
3: My issue with it is like you know we we were texting back and forth. Is I just don't know how it's how long it's gonna last because you know the Orioles played in Boston one two or three and then they're supposed to go to Miami. That series was canceled because all of Miami has the COVID. Right. Uh, <laughs> you're you're hearing more you're hearing more and more about uh, like more and more games getting canceled. I I saw today before we vlogged on that the Phillies like their camp has got it now too. So I I just don't know.
0: I I, I almost feel like they should not have even started the season. And because how else did they see it ending? Like you, you either have to start and go, we're going to, we're going to lose some people here, folks. They're, they're, they're going to get COVID. Somebody might get it really bad. Somebody might even die, but you're going to get your baseball. You happy now they either have to go that way, but they did this or, or the tentative way they went. They're going to cancel the whole thing soon. I, I agree because I don't so
3: I don't understand what the big point was to have them in the national in the their natural ballparks because you don't have a gate so why wouldn't you try to do something similar to like the NBA like it, at least the NBA is trying to do something rational where like, right they cre- they create this bubble like once you're there you know that's how you work it you right test it. like like the UFC is doing the same thing like I just felt like there was a better way to do this and I'm sure that there's logistics that we're completely unaware of
0: but right. well well ba- baseball is a different animal than most other sports because there's so much travel and there's yeah, and you, you play could, every you day could, you know but
3: you, could, but you could get I guess I guess that's it like you have so many teams trying to play every day but and you need a, a larger space, I guess. But like I think what the NBA did was pretty freaking cool, man. Like putting a bunch of courts side by side in, in, at Disney. I guess you probably don't <laughs> I guess you probably don't have those facilities. But you, you there's gotta be places where you have at least a couple fields and you could create multiple bubbles. Yeah. You, team- you,
0: you know what you should have done if you're MLB, you take the state of let's say Kansas. And you just pile a bunch of baseball fields into it and nobody leaves Kansas.
3: Yeah.
0: But I kind of like what the NBA it. is doing with, aren't they doing it out of Orlando? I don't follow the NBA very much.
3: Yeah, yeah. They're doing it out of Orlando and they basically.
0: Why been- Orlando?
3: I guess because I would have. I thought it was going to be Vegas, but I guess it's because of you need somewhere big enough to facilitate that kind of
0: thing. Right, and nobody ever goes to Vegas for health reasons. That would just Correct. be silly. But it would be
3: contradictory.
0: Contradictory. Contradictory. Yeah, that. You're right. I, I realize there are some words that's hard to say with a tooth uh, flapping in my mouth Are um, part of one. This is really bad. I, I, I can't find a dentist.
3: Yeah, I mean it does always end up being about
0: you. It's my show. I I don't know what to say. But uh yeah, so uh, hockey, NHL. They're doing I, okay, right? I don't pay I'm not Canadian, I don't pay attention to that shit, but I understand there's some people Well, they that haven't
3: they haven't started back up, but even I like what they're doing as well, like just kinda of, but I don't know. Are they traveling as much or are they using like uh, I don't
0: know. I don't know what happens in Canada. It's a mystery to me. I think there's something about syrup and uh French fries with uh with gravy or something. Let's I, not
3: be let's not get offensive. Poutine is fantastic.
0: Oh okay. poutine no. Dion and so, I actually had a poutine conversation y- just yesterday. Dion Giolito of Illusione mm-hmm. Cigars. Not a fan of the poutine. I hope I'm not outing him. But, but neither yeah. am I. It's, got, I just, it's not uh, good. The consistency, I mean, men. The consistency.
3: I guess culture is not for everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Are you saying I'm not cultured enough?
3: The world needs ditch diggers, too, Danny.
0: To grok poutine, 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 Yeah, poutine. yeah I, I think I can hang. I went to a wine tasting a weekend ago. you telling me I can't hang with Canadia?
3: I don't know, man. It sounds like pastries and culture just aren't for you.
0: Pastries. You're not going to lay off of this, are you? Never. There's this false report. Let, let, let me get ahead of this. There's this false report that I actually broke my tooth on my son's birthday cake. Don't believe everything you hear. Gentle persons hmm. listening at home or, well, at home. At home or what? Where the hell else are you? At home. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, I, we're going to have to talk about this, man, because you guys are out of line. But that's fine. I just, I'm trying to make you better, but you just refuse. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do.
0: <sighs> it's, 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 it's me, not you. But what is you again? The call to arms. Any fear of like a sophomore jinx?
3: Big time. You know, that's, did your I'm voice crack about. when you answered that? Yeah. Did
0: your voice just crack? I'm sorry. That was cute.
3: Yeah. We're digging deep now. You know that it, there's a, a big fear there. Uh, but I, I, I'm pretty. I'm super proud of the project. Uh, I'm looking forward to what people have to say, including you. Unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I I don't even want you really to smoke it now. If you don't like poutine, the call to arms is probably not for you. I don't.
0: What, what does it have? Notes of poutine?
3: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's infused. It's infused with. <laughs> Poutine gravy and cheese curds. Yeah, oh, oh, God. A reminiscence. Uh, it, it has uh, a nuance of freshly deep fried uh, potatoes.
0: Yes, yeah, a certain starchiness, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Man. No, uh, I'll give it a whirl. I'll kick the tires and, and I'll write it up. And uh, make it public, and then talk about it, and then uh, on a podcast, and then read the review that I wrote. It'll get out there. It'll get out there. It's People a follow-up to the it. Cigar of the Year. For Christ's sake, why are you worried? You already well, got you my know, stamp of approval.
3: Yeah, but that that devalues literally by the minute. <laughs> 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 Oh, like I, see, like, I can see consumers picking it up, and they're like, ugh, Kaplowitz, ugh.
0: Yeah, so, so <laughs> does somebody walk into the cash register at the local brick-and-mortar holding a call to arms, and then one of their buddies coming over and going, uh, don't do that. Kaplowitz uh, media likes that.
3: <laughs> and they use the term ooey and put it down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> really i'm really excited about it man it's a it's a completely different profile different smoking experience since we worked really hard to kind of follow up the crook the, the cigar of the year crook of the crown
0: now what's next
3: damn it it is it, never good enough for you it's never good
0: i, no, I am a not... representative of the cigar industry good sir you have a cigar <laughs> no, on the market the stole the the crook of the crown You have another one new to the market, called to arms. What's new, or what's down the Uh, road?
3: So we have two shop exclusives coming uh, this summer. Uh, Summer's almost over, I guess, but they they are coming. Uh, One with Cigar Federation and one with Winston's Humidor out of Maloti, Virginia, outside of Richmond. Cool. Super super excited about those. And then
0: yeah, uh, I've been to Richmond. Outside of Richmond is a good place to be. (laughs)
3: wow Uh, and then you know we we have our first limited edition coming sometime in the fall and then we and then we have our next uh our next regular production hopefully the beginning of new year depending on
0: wow big stuff happening increasing portfolio the, the the thing coming out down the road, the edition, is that gonna be like a core brand like line that's gonna be like a thing? Like it's not limited edition, it's like it's like no, a thing. No,
3: it'll it'll be our third offering. Yeah. It'll uh
0: what can you tell me about that?
3: So it's gonna you know that I'm a Habano guy and so we're finally releasing the Habano of the portfolio. I'm a Habano
0: uh, guy as well. I don't know if you knew that.
3: Yeah, so this one's super, super, super cool. It uh it's going to utilize three regions, uh, three different countries even. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm super, super excited about that cigar. I think it's uh, – we we wanted it to kind of come out on its own. You know, we got the Call to Arms. We got the Phantom Queen Limited Edition. Mm-hmm. And then the Shop Exclusives, the Argos with Winston's, and then the Oath Taker with Cigar Federation. So we kind of wanted to give a clean – stage to the Habano.
0: Wow. Um, If you're not careful, you're going to wind up with a Kaplowitz Media star.
3: I don't know what that means, but I want it.
0: (sighs) Talk to me off air.
3: Yeah, I mean, I hear Sokka bragging about that he got one.
0: Yeah, He got two. I laid another on him.
3: Damn it. And I got zero? What the hell is happening?
0: Not everybody gets a Kaplowitz Media star. It's an, it's it's not like I grade you one star out of four or five, it's I give you a star. It's like Michelin, you know, Michelin.
3: I had the cigar of the year and I don't get a star. What is this?
0: It does seem egregious, doesn't it? Your I almost seem fickle. remiss.
3: Your your love is fickle.
0: My love is a fickle, fickle thing.
3: But you know, I mean, I need things to aspire to. I wanted Dion Gilleta to know who I am. Yes. And now. <laughs> And now I need to get a capital with star. I don't even know how I do it, but I'm...
0: Uh, you you do I, it by increasing a portfolio, and you're increasing a portfolio. But unfortunately, I have to smoke said increased portfolio, or fortunately. It, it, it's a careful process. I've given out like a handful of these stars.
3: You're a fickle lover,
0: you know? I, I, I'm a fickle man. My middle name is Fickle. Actually, no, it's not. That would be weird. It's Seth. My middle name is Seth. <laughs>
3: i'm not gonna out your government but that's perfect
0: <laughs> all right so let, let, let's wrap it up but i i do want to I, I mean you're a regular on the show now we fall into our banter but there was a purpose for all this and it's to introduce everybody that doesn't already know which might not be a lot of people they're going like hotcakes the, yeah, it's, kind of, yeah, to it's arms. kind of
3: crazy. It's kind of crazy, right? Like I we we talked and we I expected to sell out. We've 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 been really lucky that people continually want our product. But this has been insane. I'm super thankful, you know, all our partners that were adamant about having it and having as much as possible when it first got as they get their hands on. Mm. And then of course, you know, it becomes even more limited uh, availability because of the fine folks at the customs. Oh God! Yeah, that's not great.
0: No, that's not good at all.
3: But we'll get through it. Um, But yeah, look for it in your retailers uh, and online within the next couple days. Well, Cigar Federation launched it on Monday.
0: Cigar Fed. Yep, yep, yep. You can get it there now.
3: uh, Yeah, and then there's uh, all of our retailers are slowly but surely receiving their orders because of the jacked up uh, logistics world. Right now, but right. everything it should be in all of our accounts nationwide by I'm hoping by Monday. <laughs> so, um, yeah, God, so it's exciting it's, times. Uh, it's,
0: it's a hell of a time to be alive. It's a hell of it a is, time to be alive.
3: It is indeed. I might have to go watch Waterworld.
0: You know what? You should.
3: I'm not going to. I'm Spoiler not. Spoiler alert!
0: I'm not biting. I'm not, um, uh, you're you're not you're you're not you're not going to get me to bite on it. I'm just saying you should watch Waterworld with a fresh set of uh, fresh set of eyes, and take it for the brilliant cinematography, the story. It's a, it's an excellent flick. It did huge in the Orient as well. Wow. Yeah. No, it did. There's a lot. Of- it did it made money
3: you know way too much about that film
0: it's a good film you know what just watch it
3: don't you're not the boss of me
0: no don't, you're absolutely
3: right i'm, I'm the,
0: but but i'm your friend and i don't want you to miss out on a positive experience you know, this is kind of like a like 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 a like a cinema intervention.
3: Yeah, I can't do this. You and you and Ian, I'm gonna stop coming on the show, okay? Because it's becoming a habitual pattern of interventions <laughs> between you and Ian. Just let me live my life, okay? Do, you, okay you're
0: you're right. I'll lay off. What, what kind of shoes are you wearing? None. God, fucking damn it, Lee. <laughs> All right, let's, let, let's, let's just wrap it up. I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. But everybody, you're going to be hearing this Sunday is the earliest you're going to be hearing. And it might even be sold out by then. But it, 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 demand it at your local brick and mortar. Hit up CFED. There'll be more coming. Call to arms. Stolen throne. If you haven't smoked a crook yet, smoke the crook. I love these cigars. Well, the one I smoked. Hopefully, I'll be able to smoke the Call to Arms this weekend or so, and uh, love that as well. And 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 Lee, for for all your flaws, for all your flaws, for your your inability to wear wear man shoes, for your, uh, your not wanting to watch Waterworld, I, I have deep caring feelings for you, and I wish you the best.
3: Thank you. Question mark.
0: I just wish I could get a pair of shoes on you and have you sit down in front of freaking Waterworld.
3: Well, you know, you got to have something to aspire to, you know?
0: (sighs) I'm going to go. I'm going to see. Maybe the FDA called while we were on the phone. I've been waiting on them. All right, then. All right. Inside joke. I'll talk. You are listening to Kaplowitz Radio, a Kaplowitz Media production Kaplowitz Media, cigars, coffee, wine, written reviews, spoken views, www.kaplowitz.xyz. Presented by Kaplowitz Media, this is Kaplowitz Today for May. 8-2020, Kapowitz Today, the show that is here for you gentlepersons each and every single day for uh, 10 or so minutes per, until, of course, something, something, coronavirus, COVID-19, something, something, blah, 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 hold on. You're telling me there's a bat on the 2020 quarter? Kapowitz Radio, the voice of our impending doom? At Kapowitz Media on Twitter. Emails can be sent to Media at mail.com. That's K A P L O W I T Z. Also, subscribe to the Purchase of Zikaplowitz Radio, wherever you are listening right now, both of you. Do it. Also, if one of you two guys listening... And I say guys because I, I, have, a, I have a rough understanding of my demographics. If one of you two guys listening now has a little bit of money tucked aside and uh, doesn't have an earmarked for anything awfully important... Uh, think, please, about uh, kicking it Kaplowitz Media's direction. Uh, help keep Kaplowitz Media going and growing. You can do so via PayPal at paypal.me slash k-a-p-l-o-w-i-t-z. Also, you could do it via the Cash App. That's dollar sign mark thing. Kaplowitz Media. I don't have a drink. I don't have a smoke. 82 degrees out today. Hard to believe the air continues to be poisonous. It looks beautiful from behind my windows. There are, gentle persons, some questions that are rather rote as far as they come up again and again in the cigar community. I uh, I, I, I duck, dodge, and dive, uh, e- avoid each one of them. Uh, but there's one that's uh, a little less... Um, it's its its a little rarer than cello on, cello off. Is this a Cuban? Is this a real Cuban? And of course, the way you could tell a real Cuban is that uh, they're floating in the Atlantic Ocean on a refrigerator door. Anyone still listening? Did one of you contribute yet? Uh, you know the the cigar guys out there—they know the the questions, but mold or plume. Uh, also, there's like I said, a little bit of a lesser asked one, still pretty popular. Uh, should I freeze my cigars? And why I'm touching this up is because it also exists. In the other capitalist media realm being, of course, coffee. And uh, cigar guys think it's going to help uh, fight the tobacco beetle. Uh, coffee guys think it's going to make their beans last longer. And uh, I would say they're both wrong. Uh, but the cigar guys aren't wrong. They're just... Um, they're living in the past a bit because they're doing damage to their cigars. Because the freezer was a safe haven of sorts. Because don't forget, the whole idea of keeping your cigars in a humidor is to duplicate the environs from which they came. And they didn't come from the Arctic Circle or, say, the Upper Midwest. Mm -hmm. They came from, from... beautiful environment just you know 70 70 80 90 it's hot it's damp it's moist down where they came from gentle persons so right there there's a little bit of a not lining up in so far as what's good and what's not for a cigar and the freezer does kill tobacco beetles probably not going to get into other ways of dealing with the tobacco beetle infestation and throw them all out quickly, um, along with the humidor. But, but, cut your losses, but, back in the day, and this also brings back in the uh, coffee bean guys for a bit, and I'm sure there's crossover, somewhere out there listening, one of those two people listening, and I thank you, gentlepersons, again, and I, again, I do hope one of you donated. Uh... Somewhere out there, there's somebody keeping in their freezer cigars and coffee. And what it's doing, uh, is not what it used to do, like I said. Uh, the old school freezers, they had, uh, you had to defrost them yourself. The new freezers, the frost free freezers, the frost free freezers, the frost free freezers, uh, not good for cigars. Uh, there's a heating element that'll heat them up, and then it'll freeze them back up again, and it gets all gnarly. And the humidity level, and pulling the coffee guys back in there, the humidity level for a freezer that you use all the time—that's either under or over your fridge. Say, um, it's about it's about hundred percent humidity. That's too much humidity that's a high level of humidity and that's in part to help fend off uh the uh the gathering of ice in the old freezers that you used to have to defrost manually uh so and i'm not an appliance expert please but i do know from my research on the internet that lasted all of 90 seconds that when you open the freezer door and you close the freezer door, it regenerates the humidity level to a good 100%. And that's, again, too much. And it doesn't dip down much in between. Because think of how often you open and close your freezer. Now, if you have a a freezer chest, just, just don't freeze your cigars. Especially, I don't understand preemptively doing so. I know there's a bunch of smokers out there that just uh, as habit they bring home cigars they get cigars they put it in their freezer don't do that. Again, what to do about tobacco beetle infestation? That's a that that that's a tale for another time. Throw them out, burn your humidor. Uh, anyway, it, it's and, and okay. So with the beans, same's, uh, but you're also. Kinda well, you could mangle the cigar, but you're also expediting, ex- expediting, the, making quicker, the actual process of these beans getting old. You're making them schwitz out their oils, and and, and don't, gentle person, even get me started on the refrigerator. It's, it's worse. I've never heard of, that. That's for the coffee guys. I, I've I've never heard of anybody keeping cigars in the fridge uh don't don't keep coffee in a fridge because that that'll really get all the oils out and dried up and they'll be garbage quicker than if you just put them in a brown paper bag in a cupboard that's somewhat cool and dark as cupboards are prone to be so really what this all comes down to with the coffee is buy what you need if you get a screaming deal on 20 pounds of coffee beans I don't know. Get get some dark glass mason jars and start drinking more coffee or maybe go into the coffee business for a little spell. Make some money off it. I don't know. Drink your way through it. Plus, what's really bad? When when you say, uh, I'm trying to keep the coffee beans from going bad, you're not going to get sick if you drink old coffee beans unless they went rancid. And by gum, you'll know that. So, just drink your coffee and the cigars, just smoke your cigars. We were, I can't, I have hundreds of cigars on hand and have had for years, and I've never knock on wood. Do I have any wood? <laughs> your mind out of your gutter. Knock on wood. Um, never had a problem with that. So, maybe don't buy Cubans. Okay. So that's that's the gist of everything. Thanks for tuning in and uh tomorrow next uh, next 10 minutes not next time.
1: Amazing. <laughs> I I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one.